We are all in bloom, each day growing, flourishing, changing, each moment through the mundane, the seemingly insignificant, through the heartbreaking and uplifting motherhood shapes us. It all contributes to your story, our story. Join us as we talk all things motherhood, birth, babies, family life, faith, and more. We're just two mamas that run on coffee, live for Jesus, and are passionate about mamas living fully. This is Life Life in Bloom. Hello, friends, and welcome to this week's episode of the Life in Bloom podcast. I'm Leah. And I'm Faith. So, hey, Faith, did you know that I actually have a secret identity? What? Yes, Leah is just my alter ego. I really am super Leah. And her superpowers include being a super mom, super wife, super friend, super daughter, super podcaster, super pretty much anything. It's pretty awesome. She can do anything anything, and can be everything to everyone. Oh my. Isn't that, that cool? That is really cool. Yeah. So she's pretty exhausted at the end of the day, but that's okay. That's where Leah comes in. Super Leah takes her cape off at the end of the day after the kids are asleep and hands it over to me, Leah. She hasn't left me much of her superpowers though. I'm mostly exhausted, touched out, short-tempered, emotional, but that's okay. It works. I just go to bed and then it's a new day and we repeat the process over. Does this sound familiar to you, friends? Do you feel like sometimes you are trying to live a superhero life, trying to be everything to everyone, trying to balance it all and make it look easy? We have so many hats that we wear as mamas, and whether it is pressure we place on ourselves or a pressure we feel from society or other people in our lives, we feel the need to be a superhero in every area of our lives. So let's dig a little deeper about how we can learn to take off our superhero cape and put on the armor of God instead. So Faith, in what ways do you feel pressure to be a superhero, and what do you do to battle that mindset? I think that um, we all have that pressure to just be everything to everybody. And I definitely feel it too. Like I want to be a good wife. I want to be an amazing mom where my kids have these memories of their childhood that are positive. And obviously I want to grow them into responsible Mm -hmm. adults. Um, And then I want to be good at the gifts that I've been given by God, you know, Um, what I like to do and what I know that I am good at doing, whether that's writing or working with Leah in this podcast and just doing things like that. But it can be so much to juggle all of those things. And I think I have to realize that the idea of my life being balanced with so many responsibilities just doesn't exist. I think we like fall into that trap of like thinking we have to have a balanced life in every area, but really that's not a reality. Like God doesn't call us to a life of balance. He calls us to a life that we serve the people in our world well, and we are asking him for strength and help along the way and not trying to do it in our own strength, but saying, God, I have all of this. I want to be faithful with it. Please, you know, give me the strength, give me the ability to do it well so I think that's the way I balance that mindset of feeling like I have to be a superhero by 
like giving it to God and being like, God, can you just take this and, and help me do it and help me do it in a way that serves my people well. I think that's a really good point that God doesn't tell us we're going to have a balanced life. He tell us, he tells us that we're going to have struggles. Um, and so I think realizing that, you know, God isn't promising that we're going to have everything under control, but he does promise that he has everything under control. And I think that's really important to remember that. Yeah. And honestly, it's a give and take in life with all of our responsibilities. Like in a certain season, you might have to be more devoted to your children, like when they're really little and they need so much from you. Uh, In another season, you might be able to give more to like your career or your passions and in another season you will have more time for dating the way that you want obviously make a point to date but you know what i mean Mm -hmm. like there's a give and take in life where the scales will go back and forth Mm -hmm. yeah absolutely so for me i feel a lot of responsibility for the emotional well-being of my children um i made the decision to to divorce their father back in 2019 And so, you know, they have a blended family. They have my family since I've remarried. They have their dad's family. He's remarried. So all of a sudden, their little family that, that especially Natalie, my oldest, knows and remembers is completely turned upside down. And I feel like a lot of their struggles emotionally stem from the choices that I've made for them or choices that I've made that influence them. I feel responsible for them feeling the way that they do. And I feel like I need to be a super mom and try everything I can to take away some of their emotional struggles. Um, Especially my oldest, Natalie. I know she struggles really hard with the fact that her dad and I don't live together anymore. And in her six-year-old brain, she just doesn't understand why. Like, she's just like, well, why can't you just live together? I don't get it. Um, And she has these emotional outbursts that just hurt my mama heart so much Um, especially when I know that she's feeling that way because we're not together anymore and I can't help but feel like it's my fault that she feels that way and so I feel like I need to fix it but the reality is I, I can't fix it I can't I can't be her savior in that matter I can't make her control herself emotionally the only thing I can do is is, you know, to pray that God will grant her peace and calm her heart and her mind and equip her with the truth and love her through it. It is so hard, though, because, you know, you see your child struggling and hurting and to know that the reason they're feeling that way is because of a situation that you've kind of placed them in is really hard. But I also think that that sometimes is putting more power in myself that I that's really not... I'm trying to think how to explain it. It's like putting, it's putting myself on this pedestal. Like she is the way she is because of me. No, she's the way she is because of God. I'm help. I'm helping to shape her, but ultimately, you know, she is the way she is because of her. So that's something that I struggle with, especially like with my super mom cape, just feeling that pressure. Like my children have to act a certain way. And if they don't, it's because of, It's because of me that they're not acting that way. Yeah. I mean, I feel like we, if you think about it, we could put our kids in the most perfect environment with the most healthy relationship, marriage that they could ever see. Just without these outside forces that are pulling at them, we could do 
everything like that. Like have it a very controlled environment Mm -hmm. and they still will have their own struggles and make their own choices. So I think it's really good that you recognize that, Leah, that it's not just you. Like God is also, you know, shaping her and molding her. He has her heart and her best in mind. So I think that's where we can like lay off that cape because like and take a deep breath because no matter what we do and how hard we work to make it great for our kids, mm-hmm. they still will have their own things that yeah. they're battling. And that's just the way that yeah. the world is like we live in a fallen world, right. you know, so. And I think actually taking off that cape, like you said, and letting our children see that we don't like letting her see that it. I'm struggling emotionally too, teaches her that she, she doesn't have to do that either someday. Like she can admit that she's struggling with her kids. She can admit that she doesn't have the answers to everything. And I think that if we're teaching our children that it's okay to not act like everything's perfect all the time, it's equipping them for success, you know, when they're older and they're going through their own struggles. Yeah. So in Kara K. James' book, Mom Up, she speaks about how we place labels on ourselves and also about wearing a superhero cape. She says, I had built myself into something that was nothing at all like Jesus had made me to be. The the superhero cape I had been wearing was a facade. So Faith, what is the label that you place on yourself? Hmm, I think a label I place on myself would be... Uh, wow, this is getting real honest. Uh, honestly, the word that came into my mind was fractured, which sounds really depressing. But, um, for me, honestly, like sometimes I feel like the way that my brain works is so different and odd. Like it's just, to me, it's not like other people. Um, I kind of blame that on my Enneagram four self. Like if our, if any of you are Enneagram fours out there, you definitely understand. But even just reading the description for fours, like we always feel like we're on this different level, like than other people and not like in a way that like I'm on a pedestal, mm-hmm. but just like we think and see the world differently. So honestly, I feel like I say fractured because sometimes I would just want to be like faith Why can't you be like everybody else? Why do you have to care so much about things and feel so much? Because I'm very much an empath. And honestly, like the littlest things can make me feel like what somebody else is feeling, whether Mm -hmm. it's so sad or like so happy Mm -hmm. or just very strong emotions is what I experience Mm -hmm. in my regular life. And so sometimes I feel like, yeah, it just leaves me feeling... Like, I have all these little edges to me mm-hmm. that leave me, you know. Do you feel like you have to explain to people why you feel the way you do? Or do you are you, like, okay just knowing that people are going to perceptively look at you differently? Even um, though I don't look at – even though I don't see that side of you when I look at you. I feel like nobody – yeah. I mean, I think we see things that other people don't see, but – I think for the people that are in my world, like really closely, I do feel like I have to explain myself like, I'm sorry, but this is what I'm thinking. This Mm -hmm. is what I'm feeling. Um, 
and I don't think we should really have to like apologize mm-hmm. like for the way that we think and we feel, mm-hmm. but I yeah, I do think I have to always explain myself mm-hmm. and that's yeah. fascinating. We we need to do an episode all about Enneagrams because I'm a, yes. I'm a two and I don't know much about fours, but now I'm like very yeah intrigued about different. How, we're a different breed, yes. I think. But I'm an I'm an empath too, and yeah. I think it is super hard to uh, not understand that everyone doesn't feel that way. Like mm-hmm. like you were saying, like I feel what other people are feeling, no matter what it is. I I feel that, and it, it's. It's hard to sometimes watch someone not react or, like, not see it how you see it. And it's like, why don't you feel, like, don't you understand? I don't know. It's it's a different, I've been like that my whole life, though. Like, not being able to, like, for a while it was really hard for me to, like, watch sad shows. Because I would literally feel like that person who died, yes. died. And I was, like, their best friend. And then I'm, like, done for the rest of the I day. know. I <laughs> cannot watch shows like that. Like, I'm a, I always say I'm a sponge and mm-hmm. I just absorb like the emotion, even if it's not like real, like Absolutely. when you're watching a show, but, but in real life when somebody is going through a struggle and mm-hmm. I don't think it's like a bad quality. No. I think being an empath is so like, it's a gift. It mm-hmm. really is. But yeah, you can definitely feel like the bad and you can feel the good with people. Mm-hmm. And it's, a, it's just a weight sometimes though. Yeah. I feel like that's why with Natalie and her, because Natalie is a very emotional person, child. um, And I feel like that's my biggest struggle with her, that when I, when she's going through something emotionally, I'm so invested in, in what emotion she has that it just literally just drains me until there's nothing there. And so that's why I'm like, I have to make this better because I can't, I can't keep doing this with her you know like it's just but I have to tell myself like that's not my that's where I need to let God step in and not think that I have to be the one who has to shoulder all of her emotional um emotional turmoil like that I need to put it in God's hands and not try to take it into my own that's good so for me one of the labels that I put on myself is strong um I don't necessarily believe that I'm a strong person but but um, people tell me that I am and, you know, say, oh, you were so strong for doing that or, you know, it takes a lot of strength to, to do what you did. And so I feel like in order to live up to that label, I have to, like, put the label of strength on myself so that I don't let people down. Um, if I'm not strong, then what's left? I'm, I'm just weak. And so I feel like I've fight really hard to keep that superhero cape on that and that label on that I'm strong um, so that I don't appear weak to other people. I actually had an epiphany as I was writing this podcast that the main reason for me that I have the superhero complex is because I feel like I'm responsible for other people's perception of me. Like if Jamie thinks I'm a bad wife, I must be a bad wife. If my children think I'm a bad mom, I must be a bad mom. If I let a friend down, I must be a bad friend. And so I must be super at everything I do. If I take the superhero cape off, what is left? The Leah that I spoke of in the beginning. The not super Leah. The tired, the cranky, the chaotic, the emotionally drained Leah. The My pursuit of super is really pr- the pursuit of the approval of others. And I think for me, I have to let go of seeking approval from other people. 
and because God's perception of me never changes, no matter what I do. He has already told me who I am in him, and that doesn't waver. So, Faith, how do you feel like we can be helping other mamas feel like it's okay to take off their superhero cape? I think just, you know, letting other moms... I think the first thing is for us to be vulnerable, that, like, we don't have to be all put together. Because I think for me, when I said fractured is a label I give myself, I give myself that label because I think if... Uh, like that I have to be all put together at all times but really the reality is like I have some jagged edges and that's just like who I am and it's okay to not be that perfect complete put together Mm -hmm. person on our own like that's just we can't that's not attainable Mm -hmm. but like Leah said the the way that God sees us is like whole in him so Mm -hmm. I think for other mamas just being honest about that and um, being vulnerable with um, sharing some of what we're going through with other women is a way that can help them feel like they can take their cape off too and yeah I think it's I think it's really hard to find that balance of you know especially moms who work outside of the home I feel like there's that added pressure of having to be you know a awesome employee as well as being a mom wife friend daughter whatever um and so you know women who are like really in the thick of it how do they even find that balance of themselves because really at the end of the day there's not enough time anymore but yeah if a mom loses herself in all of that then there's nothing for that mama to give I think that's what I, I was actually talking to a friend at church yesterday who is this incredible mom to her boys, um, you know, is married. She's, she's doing this job that she's passionate about that. She, um, is, is like God placed her in that role because she has an incredible gift for it. But I could see like when I was talking to her that she's just feels like the emotional weight of everything on her shoulders and that she has that cape on like, I have to, you know, do this. And I have to be good at it. And my, you know, if my kids are feeling a certain way, then it's my responsibility. And I just wanted to like take that cape off for her and, and like show her that it's okay to be struggling and that like God is with her. God, God has a power that, you know, surpasses anything that we could imagine and just leaning on him to take over. But yeah, I know it's so hard to like get to that point and, I wish there was a way that we could find that balance for other mamas in our life. Like you wish you could just take, I guess that's where my empath thing comes in. Cause I wish I could just take that mental and emotional load off people so that they feel like they don't have to be everything to everyone. I think one way, like you said, is, is to be vulnerable about how you're feeling. And then also like, hopefully you have a relationship with them that they allow you to come alongside them and help like even the smallest things that um, a friend would let you do that would be something that would bring me so much joy if I saw a friend who was struggling if she would let me in let me come alongside her and help her even in like the craziest way possible I feel like for me that would be like let me take some of that that pressure off your shoulders I don't know if that makes any sense but I think that's great because I I I think as women and moms we 
off like our default is to go it alone because we have that like superhero mm-hmm. tendency where we feel like we're the ones that are responsible and we have to take care of it. Mm-hmm. So any way that we can, yeah, like take some of the weight off of her shoulders by being a part of her life mm-hmm. and and sharing her burden. Like, I mean, the Bible says to to bear one another's burdens. And I think that can be like just in the life stuff, you know, mm-hmm. so that she doesn't feel like she has to, you know, control every part of her world and do it all on her own. Mm-hmm. I think that's another reason why building a community is so important. I know that it's hard to find and build that community, but like once you do, hopefully the people in your community um, are open enough to ask you how they can come alongside you and help and like speak life into your situation. Um, And then that way you can do it in return um, and just, like you said, take the burden off off of each other it's so I just want to say it it I know a lot of you mamas are thinking like that is really hard and it is because I think the way our society is these days it feels very unnatural to live in community with people like to do life with other people because we're such a Mm self-centered self-focused society and we've gotten so far from like living that way but I think if you can just pick one person to learn that with, it's going to be such a gift for you and it's going to make you more comfortable to in turn go do that for other people Mm -hmm. because it took me a long time to learn this and I will say like I think Leah was my best teacher on how to do life with people. I'm serious. I don't think she knew I was going to say that but it was it took me a long time and it took having someone come into my world and like just offering to do life with me basically like repeatedly (laughs) and me reciprocating and like learning how it was like a give and take and like you know so anyways I'm very thankful for her and so you find somebody like Leah in your life to go do that with that's really funny because we I just had that same train of thought when you were talking but honestly I sometimes feel like I'm the you know kool-aid (laughs) <laughs> the Kool-Aid person in your life like like she's just, like me barging the in like hello like like just barging in like I'm in your life now like get over it <laughs> not really but I feel like that sometimes but last week um uh what day was it La- yeah last week was uh, a day was a little bit hard for me and I just didn't feel like being alone and so I was with Faith and I you know, through this crazy, like, impromptu, like, lunch request on her to, like, basically just overtake her home and have her make lunch for my children and me. Um, But I felt so very intrusive by doing that because I wasn't going to ask at first. But, yeah, I didn't want to go home that day. And so, um, you know, having a friend like Faith that I could feel like who was willing to do life with me, um, I had to put aside that feeling of feeling like the Kool-Aid man and just feeling like she's a safe person in my life that is willing to come alongside me um, and and be there for me. And I don't even know, I mean, you knew what day it was. Yeah. But like... But on the other side of it, I was over there thinking, oh, it'd be cool if like Leah stayed for longer. (laughs) But like, I didn't want to be the weird Kool-Aid person and be like, hey, do you want to stay at my house for like half the day? (laughs) Oh, isn't that funny what Uh, we do to ourselves? Yeah. But, um, 
Yeah, I think that's just a really good example of how we can come alongside each other, putting aside our own stories of what's going on. Because I could have gone down the rabbit trail in, in my head that day and said, she doesn't want me to impose on her. She's I've already been here for a while. Why would I even think of asking her if I could stay longer? I could have went down that trail. I could have went home, been miserable, been by myself. Um, but instead, I kind of put that aside, took my superhero cape off that day and said, hey, don't want to. I, I don't feel like going home today. I don't want to be alone. Can I just stay? Mm-hmm. Um, and thankfully, I have faith who was able to say that was okay. And I'm I'm just praying that you guys um, have a mama like that in your life, or have a friend like that in your life. Um, and if you don't, you know, just praying for for all you mamas who don't have that. That God brings someone into your life, that He opens that door for you, so that you can build community. community with another friend, another mom, and not feel alone. Right. I'm, and I just want to encourage you to, to you keep praying for that because, I, I mean, I prayed for that for years. I pray that God would bring a friend, like a deep, close friend into my life and that I could be a good friend to them. So there's power in prayer. So keep praying for that, that person. Absolutely. And we, you know, if there's ever... A need that you guys feel feel free to reach out to us we would love to I think there's power in prayer like you just I'm pretty sure you just said the same thing but like we would love to pray over you that's something that you know we would we would love to do uh, so when when I take off my cape if I'm not equipped with God then I will be powerless but if I put on the armor of God instead of my superhero cape the belt of truth the body armor of God's righteousness the shield of faith the full armor of God. Not only will I be equipped to be the woman I long to be, but I will be equipped with an armor that remains true and faithful no matter the circumstance. So today, think about taking off your superhero cape and putting on the armor of God instead. There's another friend in your life who is struggling. Remind them of who they are in God and the power that they have in his name. As always, if you are struggling, please feel free to reach out to us. We would love to come alongside you and support. Okay, mamas, thank you for spending a little bit of your time with us today. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be notified every time we make a new upload. We want to spark a little joy in your earbuds and in your carpool line. Also, if you're looking for more ways to connect with Life and Bloom Co., you can find us on Instagram at the Life and Bloom Co. and also on Facebook at the same name. Until next time.